Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tell Me More Rodney. It is your host, Rodney, and your friend, your captain on this show, your friend in real estate. And here on Tell Me More Rodney, we strive to put the real back into real estate. And today we have a special guest, an industry award-winning professional. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a mother. She's a wife. She's a bit of a metalhead. My homie from the 210, San Antonio, Patty. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi, Patty. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. I, yeah. I hear that, uh, you know, we're going to get into it today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into some things and stuff like that. Uh, for those of you that know, I love following Patty on Twitter. Maybe she'll want to share her handle, but she has some interesting con- uh, content. And I-, I just love following you as a character on Twitter. <laughs> I-, I think it's amazing. But thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for coming here. Uh, right. I know when we spoke earlier. I told you, I said, uh, I can't tell my story without there are certain people that I'm getting those people on. And I can't tell my story in real estate without uh, certain people uh, from my life and people who've worked in this industry. I mean, you've you've worked in this industry, like <laughs> literally you, you've worked in this industry. And, and that's that's beautiful. Uh, I want to want to jump into some things. We're having drinks too, everyone, just so everybody yes. knows too. We're, we're having drinks tonight. Patty, what are we drinking? What is that red wine? So yes, I've got my decoy. Okay. So okay. My nice, nice cabernet. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm on bourbon uh tonight. Mm. Uh, so uh that's that's the drink of the evening for me. I know people are listening to it, it's going, Oh my god, is this what the show is gonna be about? No, yeah. I promise. Drinks uh, and dish. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, look, we're, we're going to be talking about, uh, I called you, I asked you to come on and because I wanted to talk about, I've been talking about real estate, general real mm-hmm. estate, and really gearing this show towards people who have, are thinking about getting their real estate license, people who have had their license for maybe less than two to three years, you know, I, you know, still at that beginning phase, that rookie phase in their career and in their life. And some of the veterans, you know, uh, right. I'm, I'm getting a lot of feedback from the veterans and, and I may be able to pull up my screen here and just show you just some of the areas, uh, parts of the world where people have really, really been reaching out and like, you know, just like so encouraging. And, and it, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's, it's a real beautiful thing. I got to imagine just because it's human nature that real estate, even if it's in a different part of the world, different part of uh, you know, the United States, there's going to be a lot of commonality <laughs> yeah, yeah. in what goes on. I, I, I think they all see the, the, the crazy uh, as as if they've been working in this industry. Uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of crazy. So uh, real estate's fun. It's fun, but uh, we all know it can be stressful. And there are a lot of things that, that come in it, that come with this job and, and being in this profession and stuff like that. So you and I are going to talk about basically uh life in the office now you worked in a in a i would say a pretty large office about what was the size of that office that first of all let's go what was your title there and what was about the size of that office so on my last year that i was there as a director of agent services was the official title um and we had over 700 agents and so and it was one of the largest brokerages in um in San Antonio. Okay. 
So, yeah. I mean, and, and that's, that's why I really wanted to get you here. What would you say too? I want to talk about you've, you've also managed and oversaw the small boutique brokerage, the little small mm-hmm. ones. And you've seen the, the big box one that like that size, like 700 plus, like, what do you see as the differences between the two? I mean, because people come to me and they're like trying to pick their brokerage brokerages mm-hmm. and they're like, Rodney, you know, like, what do I do? Do I go for like the big box guys or, mm-hmm. or do I go for something small and like, I can know everybody in the office. Like, what, what do you think? What would you say? So for me, in my experience, the smaller boutique offices here um, catered to people who had been in the industry for a while. So they didn't have any kind of, as a newer agent, any kind of uh, training. They had more their continuing education or maybe talking about market shifts or, or things of that nature, but not necessarily teaching you your basics. So uh, your bigger box office um, brokerage is what I saw was that there was a lot of training. There was uh, training just ter- teaching your basics, your phone calls, your door knocks, um, how to work the people, you know, work with the people that you know, which is uh, building your sphere of influence and um, working by referral, because that's pretty much what you end up doing right at the beginning. You're telling everyone you're an agent and uh, generating business that way until you start working by referral and word of mouth um, and your and your business starts to grow. You'll also, with the bigger offices, will have something sometimes called like phone duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have them with the smaller offices, but the smaller offices with the <clears throat> agents who have been there for a while, they, you know, brand themselves. They have their phone numbers on their signs where the bigger offices, since people are just starting, they have just a very general generic number. And these phone calls got to come in. Somebody's got to take them. And that's yeah. another way you can generate business by uh, talking to people who are just calling in, inquiring about a house. That may not be the house for them. You might get uh, appointments and then actually take them to go somewhere else and, and sell them a home uh, that fits their needs. Okay. So that's what I saw as as a major difference. Um, oh. and, I, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but you mentioned your title. And can you remind everybody what that was then? So director of agent services was just, a, well, I want to say just, but it was a fancy name for office manager. Essentially, I in process people, uh, people who are coming off of recruitment and getting ready to join the office. I was getting their uh, license either activated or transferred, making sure that they joined the board, making sure they had uh, all the tools that they needed to begin, like uh, business cards and name tags, uh, things of that nature. And then also um, all the people who had been in the office. So that was like at the end by Seven, 700 plus people, just making sure they remained licensed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had to start, you know, reminding them that they needed to do their CE <laughs> yeah. before time ran out. Uh, <laughs> uh, CEs sure that- <laughs> are, are continuing education. It's something that uh, in, in depending on your state and your location, you uh, your your licensing board will require you to maintain a level of uh, competency. So you have to take these continuing education courses. I think doctors do it and a lot of other yeah. professions do it as well, too. Uh, yeah, but, for sure. but I kind of I, I know when I met you, you mm-hmm. were like the you're like the first friend in the office. Yes. Yeah, so for a lot of agents when they first come into and 
you come in the door, you don't know anyone. And, and let's say, let's be honest, not all agents are friendly. Um, you know, if you're going to yeah. buy a house or sell a house, I mean, they're uber friendly, super friendly. But if it's like, oh, who are you? Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, you, you were, you know, you were very welcoming to the office. And that's a position that I think a lot of brokerages are, are have lost track of and they don't realize like how important that is mm-hmm. because having that person that kind of like holds your hand through mm-hmm. the in processing. Uh, we've had people on the show. I remember EJ was was on was coming on earlier in this season and he was talking about, you know, trying to find a brokerage and stuff like that. But kind of having that friend in the office and everything like that. So you get to meet a lot of people, you a lot know, of in interesting that characters. Yes. Yeah. People who, uh, you know, trust fund babies, uh, people who just came out of high school and this is, you know, the thing that they wanted to do and they're, you know, super green and 18, 19 years old. Uh, People who uh, were like doctors, like PhDs, like I met all kinds of people and this was either their second life or something that they're wanted to do and try out and kind of start their own business. So them coming in and not knowing anything, um, I was able to tell them, okay, this is what you've got to do. This is your timeline. Let me help you. Do you not know how to log into items? Let me help you log in. Uh, and I would sit there with them and, and uh, show. I wouldn't do for them. I'd show. And the reason I would tell them all the time is, I'm showing you because I, I'm not with you at home. I'm not going to be with you at, at this place or that other place when you're yeah. with your clients. So we're going to sit here and we're going to make sure that you're comfortable knowing how to log in, how to get into MLS, uh, what what these things look like. That way, when you're out there, you're not entirely lost. You're not you don't feel like you're you've been thrown to the wolves and, yeah. and have no idea what you're doing. And because I was always in the office, I mean, of course, I went home, but I was mm-hmm. in the office all the time, I had people just coming in at all times. And there are times where the influx would be so large that you would have people yelling yeah. my name. Yeah, yeah. You, you so had to give like, the, they had to get help. You had, like, you had to have like an assistant at one time. Like you had to, They had to like get help in there because it's like that many people for, you know, one of you. You know, yeah. I understand they have different departments. Uh, within a brokerage of that size, but I want people to understand, you know, kind of how these things are set up. It is like a, it's a company within a company, you know, it is, it is a complete, it's a complete world and stuff like that. And uh, I call a lot of these agents, they're like pandemic agents, you know, the ones that like did everything online and they yeah. went to like an <laughs> online brokerage and it's like, they have no idea like how to function or, you know, what, what a normal day is like there. So, for you, if you can recall back, and how many years ago was that? Like, we're, we're going back in time a little bit without dating uh, ourselves. Five, four, eight, about nine years. Yeah. 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 And they've just grown since then. They've had, my job has had to split into like three, four people because it's yeah. just, they're over a thousand at this point. Oh, wow. uh, and it's just insane. And I still talk to them and do business with them. And when they call me, they're like, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. You know how this is. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Mm, I know what it's like. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. um, yeah, it's just, it was in, insanity. And so at, at some point, like we had a, uh, a recruiter that was just, just bringing people in. And as people were coming in, they were going out. 
So we got 30 in, 30 out. And, the, yeah. and it was my responsibility to get them all juggled, to get, you know, people out of the system, people in the system, people trained, um, uh, all that good stuff. And it's like, literally, we, the girl that I still do business with and I talk to that's still there, mm-hmm. uh, we used to, when we would get overwhelmed and we could close the door, we would yell. There was just this one agent who yelled over the dens of people, Patty, Patty, Patty. <laughs> so when we would get overwhelmed, we close the door and we'd go, Patty, 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 Because it was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> But it was never a dull moment, and it okay, was but <laughs> with all of that the coming and going of people, you still have like all these transactions that are happening. Like yes. think about that many homes being bought and sold, and I know people are thinking about like I call them the pandemic agents, and they're like, oh, now and they see like you list a home and it's sold and multiple offers, and there's like no lead time almost in between. There's like no day on the market, like yes. four or five day on the market is like norm. I mean, I, I had an agent, Patty. Uh, called me and I was out showing a home and the home had been on the market. I think, Oh, maybe 48 days. And I'm out with some clients and, you know, clients, you know, when it, when you're out with Rodney, it's a tour. It's like going to class where well, the last yes. thing we're going to do is look at the house. We're going to really get into teaching you and learning you. And it, the agent was calling me uh, while I was doing the showing and he was kind of just like, hey, I know you're concerned. It's been on the market for so long. And I went, what? 48 days is so Four, long? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? And, so and the I'm last like, time that when I got into the real estate office, like I started as a lower rung receptionist. And I had gotten into there because um, a lady that I worked with, I was a, a makeup artist and counter mm-hmm. manager at Estee Lauder. And I wanted to change. And her husband worked at the sister office and said, oh, the sister office is looking for someone you, you know, you should go. And I wasn't even the first choice. The person that was actually chosen came in and said, peace out. Like, this is not for me. <laughs> said, I'm going to go to lunch and never came back. So then they're calling me desperately like, oh, my God, can you please come in? And so that's how I started. And it was insane. Like people were just walking in going, I need an agent. I want to buy a house. Wow. And we would be scrambling like, okay, is the, the phone duty agent? Are they like on a call right now? Okay, they are. Let me find the agent that's <laughs> down the hall and get them. Uh, we would get calls and be like, hey, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm from out of town. Usually it was, um, usually it was California at that at that time, it still um, is. you know, and I see something online. I need to talk to someone because I want to buy it. And they would be buying things sight unseen. So it was like that. It was nuts for about almost two years, right? It was yeah. just what insane. Year, what year was that? What, that what year was that? Uh, 2006. Okay. So I tried to explain to someone when they were talking about like this crazy market we're in and like, oh, <laughs> things are crazy and this is a historic market and no one's ever seen. Yeah. yeah. We've seen this before. Yeah. Those yeah. of us who've been here in this industry, we're like, Oh yeah, we, we've seen this show before. Like this is nothing new. No. You know? And I know there's like some seasoned agent who, who's listening to this right now. And he's like, exactly. Rodney, I'll listen to <laughs> one more episode, you know, like, like finally he agrees. 
but he or she agrees. But it, it's true. Like we we've been through this. We saw this type of market. We've seen this madness mm-hmm. and things like that. I always pictured your life like being in like remember that movie um, Wolf of Wall Street. Like it's <laughs> this chaotic scene of agents and they're just like deal and you know clothes <laughs> and sold and yard signs and I mean yes, I know yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and phone calls and phone calls and people yeah. yelling your name and yeah. uh, things like phone duty because it, you know I would just talked about uh, desk duty or phone duty where once a month we would put out a calendar and we'd be like okay there's A B C D blah 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 timeframes okay and people would be in the um, uh, training area mm. lined outside the door all the way down the hallway and you, and then and you would hear like okay i'm doing tuesday march 6 um hour e or whatever and then way down the hall somebody would be like may savannah may <laughs> like what is that savannah you'd be writing down their name and uh people would fight like i think that was like the craziest thing they would fight they would yell at each other they throw things oh, at yeah. each other like not like chairs or anything, but throw things yeah. at each other because they were just so angry, you know, they wanted the phone because they were fighting for that phone duty because the calls coming in were just off the wall. Yeah. You know, people were buying things sight unseen and you would get first dibs on people who were walking in talking about, oh no, I just saw this place. I want to buy a house. <laughs> and, yeah. And it was, I mean, of course, this is yes, some online stuff. Not like I did how it is now. Um, but I can just imagine if those two mark like these two markets have melted, it yeah. I don't even know how people would buy houses, survive. I, you know, the market being the way it was, you know, yeah. uh, this this time around and things weren't on the market for that long, it'd yeah. have been way worse. Like I, I think we would have I, yeah. I think a lot of people would have gone out of business because there's just would only be a handful of things that were available. Yeah, it, it was crazy. I mean, to think that we did this during like, you know, like a pandemic, you know, like they mm-hmm. did this virtually. They were, you know, I was talking to a guest earlier and they were talking about we're still buying, selling and closing homes, you know, virtually, you know, and like people were right. like, you know, doing these these transactions, doing these deals. It was like a bunch of virtual tours and, mm-hmm. you know, agents walking around like with their cameras and showing yeah. homes. And yeah, it was like all of that stuff going on. And you you combine, you can, when you think about that with, you know, the amount of realtors and agents that are out there and all the different brokerages, man, you, you got something on your hand. I mean, it's like amazing that that still was able to move and able to function. Um, you know, I mean, title companies and things like that. Well, as we know, uh-huh. Sir Isaac, was it Isaac Newton that says what goes up? Was that him? <laughs> was that him that said that? I mean, I mean, that's what the history books tell us. But, uh, <laughs> that's how what we goes up, gravity. <laughs> yeah, what goes up must come down. Yeah. <laughs> so you were there when mm-hmm. it came down, right? Yes. All and, right. oh my goodness, it was a cascade. Like, yes, you you know when the market when the market has basically it almost felt like it stopped at that point mm-hmm. but now in hindsight i could see the cascades and the waves so okay. initially right um okay so wait, hold on hold on i got to i got to get into that because like somebody's like 
make her tell us what the warning signs are. They like want you to pull out the magic eight ball so that they can like, you know, whatever. But what, what did, what did now hindsight, what did you see as like, what's, what was a tale for you? What, what did you, as you saw personnel and you saw the office, like what was a tale for you? So the amount of phone calls, the craziness, the walk-ins, they started to dry up, right? People had to, had to start working a little harder for their referrals, for their listings, for their buy, you know, for their uh, for their clients uh, when they're being a buyer's agent. It just, you know, started slowing down. And then what I saw is that a lot of the agents who were in here but had never, or in, in, in real estate, but had never had to work for it because things were just falling in their lap, they started to leave, right? Okay. You, you didn't hear from them ever again. They, were uh, <laughs> they just left because nothing was falling in their lap anymore and they had to work for it. Yeah, they, they were and, like, I'm out of here. Yeah, they were like, we got to go. And then the <laughs> other thing was um, so they were leaving and then people who were in the game, they were going to stay in it, um, started doing it part-time. So they went back to being a nurse. They went back to being a teacher. They went back to school or whatever it was that they were doing prior to them coming into the market. Pole they went dancing. Back that. What's up? Pole dancing. No, I'm thinking. Pole, pole could be. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if, if the, the money's raining somewhere, you got to go. Hey, get. hey, chip it so, down. It hey, wasn't you, in real estate uh, get anymore. That, get that Rodney. I might have to, you know, wait, we'll see. And then, you know, the old heads, the people who had been in the 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 market for a long time were like, well, you know, it's the way it is. And they, you know, just started making their phone calls and working their referrals and things of that nature. Then after that, mortgage companies started to uh, start merging, oh. which we have seen start to happen. Oh right? yeah. The banks. And closing down. So they're merging, closing down. That's not that bad. Um, because especially with mergers and we started merging, we started also picking up the boutiques Oh, yeah. um, we started picking up large, and that's how we met. We started buying out and picking yeah, up larger of offices, and that is that is how you and I met. Uh, with was during a merger. Yeah, the, the big fish started like you know like eating up the to, small to survive, things. Survive, you had to like in real estate. It's like oh, we're all so separate, and we're this individual brokerage, and we're this, and you know we're mm-hmm. unique because we're this. But then it's like you know what? Oh no, to, it's like huddling around the fire. You know, everybody kind of starts coming together, you know. Yes. And they start, you know, you start merging, you start merging cultures, you start, you know, you get uh, people who were being uh, trained and taught a different way. You got to teach them the the blah, blah, blah way of wherever you were at. And uh, so that was interesting as well. I mean, it was busy because we were not just eating up like 20 person offices. I think the largest one was like a 200 person office and of course some people didn't come with us some people went right. elsewhere um because it made them yeah. nervous and they didn't yeah. like it at all but the big big thing and this is the thing that always comes to my mind and especially when this market is this market has been shifting right? yeah yes you talk about a shift and that's when you notice like from oh my god it's a crazy market to okay we're gonna have to work for it but the last of that part of the shift where i was like oh my god this is 
this is getting real, right? This is real. <laughs> this is crazy. Am I going to have a job after this? Like, what is going to happen to all of us? <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. We're hey. the bigger ones. We're making yeah. billions of dollars. Yeah, are we right? going to make it? Are we going to make it? <laughs> yeah, are we going to make it? Yeah. The title companies started closing. They weren't merging. They were closing and not what? telling anybody anything. And title companies are where you get your disbursements, right? All your money. Yeah. For your title, you know, changing the title, your money from the agent goes to the brokerage and the brokerage, yeah. you know, disperses it after the split. We were, and by that time, because uh, I went to receptionist, agent services, I went to account, I do a lot of stuff, went to accounting. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so my, they started closing. Mm-hmm. My husband's family owns a locksmith business. And they okay. do a lot hold of on, commercial property. I have like no sponsors, but we got to shout them out just in case like... River like, City Lock to... and Key. One more time. One more time. <laughs> River City Lock and Key. Okay. River City Lock and Keys. Uh, if you want to sponsor this show, which would be a horrible business investment, <laughs> but if you would want to sponsor this show, uh, hit me up in the DMs on Tell Me More Rodney. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it. But uh, what? Wait a minute. They were, they were a locksmith company. Yeah, and, and they do a lot of commercial businesses. So they actually really do a lot of um, warehouses. Um, they do complexes. So he started calling me and start and was telling me, I am locking these people out. I am locking such and such title company out. Like what? you haven't paid their bills and the property management company is locking them out. Everything in here is forfeit and there is nobody in here. And so I'd go to the main accountant and I'd be like, oh, my God, do we have closings with such and such title? Because they're closed. And she'd be like, how did you know? And I'd be like, just yeah. make the call. So we'd be calling Colorado, California, all like wherever that corporate company was and trying to figure out how we're going to close what? these people, where the checks are coming from, where do we send the checks to? Um, and oh so there's a lot of mobile notary business. You, you know, I try to tell people uh, <laughs> history has a way of repeating itself. So yeah. might want to pay attention. I mean, those are some good, you know, telltale signs and things mm-hmm. like that. And for those that are different in different countries, I mean, not that different, but different states in the United States. Um, some of us close with escrow officers and escrow mm-hmm. companies. Some people use attorneys, uh, things like that. So that's what she's referring to. So I just want to get everybody brought in and make sure everybody kind of knows and understand that. I mean, that's scary. I mean, so seeing that wave, the good, the softening, the extreme, you know, yeah. change in the market, you know, and working in that environment, you know, I, I, it's kind of like I ask people that they tell me like they're from the streets or whatever. And I always ask this question, like, what kept you from you know, doing it like what kept you from using drugs, you know, and they're like, <laughs> so what kept you from becoming a real estate agent? And you were there <laughs> observing and seeing all of this stuff. How did you not pick up the needle? Still not a realtor either to this day. <laughs> Still not. Um, I, <laughs> I saw a lot of I think I saw a lot of the weirdness and the ugly. And I think that's kind of scared me away from that. I saw people that couldn't pay their bills and we um, donate. We were a good company. We had uh, a donation set up. So for people, when the market crashed, you know, we had where we would help them pay their 
bills and their mortgage wow. or their rent um, until they kind of got back up on their feet. We would help pay for their um, their licensing to relicense because maybe they didn't have money like for that, that uh, yeah. for their dues for their local board, um, and, and and the tears and you know they didn't maybe they didn't have especially if there were single moms and I was a single mom for a, a long time as well. They didn't some of them like they didn't have a Christmas or they didn't have food for their children. And so we would donate and stuff like that. So I got a lot of, there was that, but also I got a lot of enjoyment and like really, really when I talk about it and even now with what I do, uh, helping people and, and making them look great and feel like a, look like a hero and, 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 uh, helping uplift them and, and coaching and training. So I think that's also more of, what I get my, my love and my joy from. Um, yeah. It's like being, yeah. I'm a mom and it's almost like yeah. not just being a teacher, but also being a mom. I used to be called the, the office mom and they yeah. would come to me with all their, their problems and I would try to help. And whether it was going through organizations or to the broker himself and trying to figure things out to, yeah. to help these people be successful. Well, no, that, that's that's good. I mean, that's that's what makes, you know, an office special. That's what makes a real estate office. And this is the stuff nobody talks about. Like <laughs> people are like, I'm like, am I the only person who's talking about this stuff? Like nobody's talking about like it's a world within a world. And it's like it's like anybody who's ever worked in the service industry. They know like a restaurant. There's like a, what they call the front side of the house and the back, <laughs> the back end of the house. Like it's two separate worlds. But they work together and then people and customers never customers will never know your position ever exists. And any of those things, it's like one of those things that's like back there that you it's know, seamless. You, it yeah, seems seamless. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just see this. Oh, I met this nice agent who, you know, seemed to have everything together and they helped me with this transaction. They're like, no one writes in like the Google review, like, Thank you to the brokerage office staff for, you know, like, yeah, to the staff that, that helped uh, train them yeah. when they didn't know what a lead based addendum, lead based oh. addendum was. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> there's no, there's no thank you to the coach. I was watching like the Super Bowl and, and like, like, Lily, only like the head coach ever gets like, rec- and that's like the broker, like, only gets recognized, <laughs> but nobody goes, hey, thanks for that trainer or that, that person who, um, the medical staff that like wrapped up that ankle and helped yeah. us get the, the suture. No, things yeah, up. No one, no one thinks about like that. Make sure I thing. had clean tools. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, now, now you mentioned some of the weirdness in the office and mm-hmm. my fans, and I'm trying not to turn this into like the, the Jerry Springer show, um, <laughs> but you've seen a lot and there's a lot of craziness and there's a lot of weirdness that mm-hmm. goes on in real estate and real estate offices. Right. I would describe it as mainly incestuous. And I wouldn't even say like, uh, oh, you know, you can say, yeah, there's a lot of cheating. But what there is a lot, there is a lot. 
and things that go on in cheating, the office after how. hours. Hold on, hold on. Cheating how I got to set the stage for like, like someone like really tuned in. They're like, oh, okay. So now she's getting to the good stuff. All right. What, what is, what's Extramarital going? affairs. Okay. Those, <laughs> those happen. Okay. I mean. After you know, hours in the office, office cameras are there. Yeah. We could see people yeah. doing things. <laughs> Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and we'd be like, "Oh, for the love of God, aren't they married to other people?" You yeah. know, um, and then you what you would get is you would get people divorcing, and then they're marrying other teams, yeah. husband wife teams, and just those dissolve, and then now there's a new such and such yeah. group. And it's like it's kind of like Hollywood. Like someone does, like oh, you know, you ever see like the celebrities? They're like, oh, I'm gonna find someone normal, and they like immediately they're hooked up to like another celebrity or rock. like it's like no 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 you're not looking for normal you're, you're looking for the same level of craziness and i think you need someone to kind of match that notch it up a little bit yeah you need someone to <laughs> notch it up a little keep bit it, you know keep it exciting yeah it's like, it's there's like, a this- lot a lot of that and it would be like um you know and then like Kids become, you know, step siblings and all this stuff. Yeah. You've known these kids because I was in there for a long time. Like, oh, I remember the kids being babies and oh, wow. they're grown and things like that. So, yeah. you know, and the kids have become step siblings that they didn't know, um, you know, the higher ups. Yeah. I had uh, an agent. Heirs and stuff. I, I, I had an agent like see my son and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's like second year at college and he goes, so when are you looking for a house? I'm like, hey, Jesus Christ! Like, calm down. Like, let's yeah, feed him with a stick. Yeah, you, you gotta like spray him with a hose. You know, they're always saying, "Are you looking for a house yet?" I'm like, whoa, hey, spray in the face. Yeah. No, it's no. not the time. All right, well, He's like, hey, this should always be closing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, I did some some digging, and uh, I, I found something here in Houston. Uh, they have this show. Where where there's this guy, he's like uh, he's a DJ, a disc jockey. His name uh-huh. is Uncle Foncularry. Like I love that name too, but Uncle Foncularry. He has like a really deep voice, uh-huh. and, and he does this show with like comedian Ali Sadiq. And in the evenings, they do this show. It's called One's Gotta Go. One's <laughs> Gotta Go. One's Gotta Go. Okay. One's <laughs> Gotta Go. So, I think it's time for you and I to play. One's Gotta Go. Oh, shoot. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm going to give you the list. I'm going to give you the list. And I've done some snooping. You know, I'm getting good at this. Uh I've done some snooping, but Patty, one's got to go. Okay. You ready for the list? Ready. Have a sip of that red wine while I read. All right. Yeah. I'm drinking uh, bourbon. And um, people ask me sometimes, like, well, what what kind are you drinking? This is um, Uncle Nearest. This is Uncle Nearest that I'm for anyone listening and answer that question that I get sometimes. But one's got to go. One's got to go. All right. Ready. <clears throat> These are shows. Okay. The Good Place. Okay. Arrested Development. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. Okay. Mad Men. Oh. One's got to go. <laughs> Well, you did your research. Oh, I did my research. You know, it's not I Mad did Men. my Patty research. <laughs> One's got to go. Draper. <laughs> One's got to go. Uh, Who's going off the list? One more time. The Good Place, Arrested Development, The Big Bang Theory, or 
Madman. One's got to go. One show's getting canceled. It's no longer there. We're deleting all episodes. Aww. One's got to go. It's a good place. Mm-hmm. What's the second one? The Good Place. Arrested Development. Arrested de- I love Arrested Development. I know you I love these. All- I know you love all of these shows. <laughs> I, I I did some research. When I'm the comparing it b- and the Big Bang Theory, because you're so geeky, and Mad Men, Arrested one's got to go. Arrested Development. Arrested Development. You love that show. I know. You, Danny DeVito. You no. really like. It. Arrested Development? Wasn't Danny DeVito in that? No, that's what's his name. Oh. The little short guy. Who was his name? <laughs> okay, we're a couple of drinks in right now. What was this? This guy, his name was, uh, he's doing Subway commercials right now. What is his <laughs> name? That's not uh, him. Arrested Development has Bateman. Oh, Bateman. I'm thinking about the wrong show. What am I thinking about? I'm thinking about that Philadelphia show. I'm thinking that Philadelphia show. Okay, yeah, now I got to mark it explicit. Thank you so much. <laughs> I told you the drink. He blew started. himself. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Hey, but before we close out, uh, I found something and I want to read it to you. Okay. All right. There's this. Don't make me cry because I don't no, know. No, make no, me cry. no. Not after you talk about a guy blowing himself. I can't make you cry <laughs> after that. All right. So uh, the, the quote is: "It says, um, and I thought about you and our journey and some of the tables we've sat at." And the quote goes, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. That's right. Shirley Chisholm. That's right. That's been my motto. I make room. Yeah, you do. I make room. I elbow people out of the way. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) this is. I'm not going to be on the menu. I am not going to be on the menu. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this has been. Tell me more, Rodney. And I know you guys want me to tell you more, but I'm going to cut it off right there. Patty, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Thank you so much, man. (laughs) I hope you feel that quote. Love you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.